How much good stuff? All the good all stuff. Of it? All of Every it. Every last bit. I'm probably Are you sure. I could probably turn the gain down on mine yeah, a little do bit. It. Test it. I don't know how it works. Uh, you spin the knob and then things happen. I'm gonna turn mine down a little bit. Unfortunately, our tech man Danny, tech man Dan, is uh. That's maybe too low. Still dead. Coolo. There you go. It's still popping. I gotta go a little higher. Mine is quite nice and mellow. A constant fifty percent. Mine is, I think, okay. Seems good. But I want to adjust my mic position. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. Hmm. All right, hold on. Let's see. Is that? I think that's better. Oh no! It's not as um. It's not as thick. Thick. But it's a lot longer. True. <laughs> the waves are all over the place. So I'm not sure. Um, Maybe um. Some people say that the length is all that matters, but some people say the girth. I'm pretty sure it's just how you use it. Maybe, but we seem to have no knowledge of how we're using it. We're this, just watching all these lines go up and down. It's confusing. I mean, we're really just grabbing at objects in the dark at this point. It's pretty much how it always goes. Yeah, it? it really is. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to The Legend of Things, a podcast about video games, cool media, and deconstructionist literary theory. And these are your hosts, Sean, Jonathan, and Danny. Welcome. We're oh, we're back. Welcome to The Legend of Things, episode 16. Um, it's John and Sean here. That's correct. My, um, I've rolled a d20 to get Danny back from the uh, dead with my necromantic arts, and I rolled a three, <laughs> and my bonuses are low. Yeah, three's not enough. Three's not enough. Pretty so much no matter what your stat is, three is not enough. Rarely. No, for the first level, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Danny will not be here today. Um, again. Again. So So we had to try to tech all this shit together ourselves. That's where all that jumbling about is in the beginning, trying to figure out how to plug everything in. And it was kind of like Derek Zoolander and Hansel trying to beat information out of the a computer. The files are in the computer. Yeah. It's true. That's what it felt like. But we're here. We made it. We did. So hopefully this is salvageable. Happy days. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, what do we got um, on the docket, John? Holy shit. Um, so remember last time when we said that Nintendo probably wasn't going to list anything of interest? Yeah, it seemed that way. It turns out that they made a Zelda game, and it looks fun. Yeah, it does. Um, it's super pretty. Yeah, so it's the Breath into the Wild? Is that no, the correct name? No, it's like the wind. The wind and the sea. Wind, but breath of wind, breath of the wild. Yeah, breath you of were the way wild. closer than I was. I think that's exactly what I said. No, actually. you said the wind of the wild. That's the, my second thing. Hmm. Hmm. Awkward. We're not going to go back and check. No, definitely not. Good. We don't edit this thing. <laughs> so my first impressions was that I loved the art style. Yeah, I was uh, really taken aback by it initially because it's like a quasi cell shade. Yeah, which was very curious and. Um, I'm interested to see how a Zelda game handles an open world. Is it open world for reals? It's supposed to be. I mean, I guess they're all kind of open world, but they limit your progress by making you get, like, a Titan mitt to move a boulder or something. That's true. But according to uh, this little article here, it's apparently able to be played through and you can fight the final boss as soon as you start the game. That's like so, old metal gear. Yeah. But you're just you're you won't get the storyline obviously. Right. You won't understand why anything's going on. Yeah. But um yeah, it's pretty curious. It's super intriguing. I mean, it was um I think it was a surprise even though I think we assumed something like this would be coming out. Mm-hmm. It was surpri- I was surprised by how well formulated and new it looks. Yeah. And I haven't played a Zelda game since a link to the no since the Super Nintendo one that was linked to, link to the past that was yeah. the best one it was so as good. far as I I know I agree um but this one looks amazing it looks really strong I'm a uh, very curious to see more about it but um yeah. I really like this quote that the producer has okay and it's that users may not actually get the full story depending on how they play this game and how they strategize and solve puzzles users are able to go to the very end goal without revealing why Link woke up the way he did where he did and whether or not you reveal the story and find out why link woke up or you just want to go straight to the goal that's totally an option available to the user yeah that is interesting it's um old school game design Uh, yeah and i'm interested to see how that can come back and if they can do it well 
Yeah, I'd be curious about replayability for a title like this. I think it only increases it. Because if you play through it the first time naturally, and you go, you do everything that you think you need to do, and then go to the boss, you might get one ending, and then somebody else says, oh, but I got this one. And then you'll compare notes. Oh, did you do this? But did you do that? And somebody will obviously miss something that you didn't get. And the odds of you fully completing it the way that the producer may have intended to get the correct ending mm-hmm. will most likely not be correct yeah that's a good point it's going to be like um mass effect like i think yeah. when all of us talk about our mass effect experiences we all visualize our shepherd for one thing like mm-hmm. my shepherd is the only shepherd as far as i'm concerned of course you know and we all did things a little differently even if we played probably close to the same morality mm-hmm. i'm sure we still all approach things or looked at things differently than each other absolutely so that's why I'm curious about this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's pretty much my initial take on it. So good on Nintendo. Hopefully yeah. it'll carry on. Yeah, be better. But yeah. So the other interesting thing about Rockstar. Oh nope, nope. The other interesting thing about E3 <laughs> is that Rockstar did not make a showing. Yeah, I mean, I thought I heard a bunch of stuff about them having like a separate. Um, little boutique thing they were doing outside of the show they weren't doing e3 specifically but they were like a lot of the smaller publishers even though they're not a small publisher mm-hmm. they'll rent out halls around the area and do stuff there but apparently nothing came of those yeah what i guess the controversy was that the leaked uh screenshots and footage of a remastered red dead right were alluding to a red dead 2 or something along those lines well why wouldn't you release i mean that seems like the perfect lead-in to a red dead 2 i agree and apparently Take Two said that they were going to be there in a big way, quote, this year. And that was... What, you Civ know, Six? No, that was further fuel to the fire that they expected Rockstar to kind of make a big showing about it. Oh. But I guess the Take Two big showing was their big booth uh-huh. at E3 itself, which is a big Mafia 3 booth. Oh, okay. So it was like old-timey, 60s-style architecture and that kind of stuff. But it was like a two-story building. It's pretty cool. Yeah, but not the big story everybody was looking for. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, like, lately I've been wanting to play GTA Five again, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous, because it's so much fun. The driving was awesome. I really so wanted good. to get into more of the heists, and I didn't even play into the single player, really. I played I, through a lot of the single player on um, Xbox 360 when it came out originally, mm-hmm. and then I wasn't going to get GTA Five, but you were playing multiplayer on PC, and I had to. true. And then it took f- like four days to fucking install. Yeah, that's it's like, like 160 gigs. Like 160 gigs. What? Or some bullshit. I remember it being like, I need to make room on my SSD for this garbage. <laughs> totally worth it, though. That's fair. Oh, I think I spiked out real bad right that's there. That's okay. I think we both are a little bit. Perfect. Got science. Danny. That's okay. <sighs> uh, it's okay. He's off saving the world and grading papers. Probably both of those things. Yeah. Yeah. As is tradition within the Danny household. So beyond those two E three coverages, Maso Menos, this year we also upon the we also have some media. So we got a viewer request to check out the Warcraft movie. Yeah, you got a viewer request to check out the Warcraft movie. Yeah, and uh, I was the only one that saw it. No, I'm definitely not gonna see it. So I went into it expecting the uh Rotten Tomatoes reviews? Turd sandwich. Yeah, because everything was uh, 22%, I believe it was, going into it. Everybody was kind of baffled about how the story even fit together. Space Orcs. It was pretty much nothing that people enjoyed from the assumed reviews from everybody that we saw. Yeah. So I went in expecting complete garbage. Um, I came out surprised. I actually enjoyed watching the movie. But you expected it to be shitty, so... I did. Low expectations. Yeah. But even with those low expectations, it was still interesting. Like, I played WoW for a very long time. Yeah. Still didn't know much of the storyline, because who pays who attention to quest them? dialogue. Yeah, exactly. They actually have really well-written quest dialogue. I'm sure they do, but... Nobody's gonna read it. I've read it. Once. Once? Back in vanilla. No, I played after vanilla. The last but time did I you played read the was, quests. Yeah, it was a uh, Wrath of the Lich King. Had oh, a lot really? of really interesting things. Mm-hmm. I didn't play after that expansion though. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's pretty much when I quit too. Yeah, pandas, but uh, yeah, pandas, right? That was actually decent. Wasn't too bad. The pandas. Yeah. Well, the monk is cool. Yeah, it is entertaining. But anyways, went into the movie not knowing really what to expect, other than that it would be terrible. 
and it turned out that it wasn't that bad. Um, the storyline was entertaining. The action was good. Uh, the human acting was pretty poopy. Human acting. <laughs> the non-CG characters. Yeah. Like the orcs, since they were 90% CG, their acting was still more believable than a lot of the human stuff. That's too bad. It was uh, It was very strange. Yeah, my Vikings guy was in that, so I'm kind of bummed out because I'm a <laughs> super big Vikings fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had a couple really cool characters. Uh, I don't know the actor's name because I'm not you, but the guy who played Mediv, the primary mage, uh, I've seen him in a lot of other things. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen it. He was entertaining. The characters, some of them were actually pretty gripping. The stories were pretty good. Combats were okay. Uh, it was a lot of like shake cam footage. Was it all on cooldown the whole time? Yeah, that's pretty much what it came down to. <laughs> Everybody was on cooldown. <laughs> Just all fucking white attacks. <laughs> <laughs> Just auto attacks for days. Uh, but the spells were actually really cool. Anything that was CG sure. was really, really, really good. I mean, that's like 80% of the budget for that movie. Yeah, so. exactly. But those were strong. Uh, the only real gripe I had, other than the acting, was <laughs> the <laughs> the Alliance's armory. The storyline. No, the story, it was okay. It was, you know, generic fantasy. <laughs> sure. But the weapons and armor from the humans was so, like, over-the-top and inefficient like, if you actually wore that in combat, it would not be effective. I think most WoW armor is wildly inefficient, though, right? But they went too whole hog with it. Mm. Like, with, uh... It's all raid gear. It's, like, shit that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, there's, like, way too much shit on their armor and weapons. Yeah. Like, their hilts and the halves are bigger than the weapons themselves, and it's, like, a bunch of spikes and stuff. Like, the orc stuff makes sense. Because they're orcs. Yeah, they're all bricky <laughs> and, you know, choppers yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. But everybody else is. It was weird. That was one of the things that stuck out to me as being bothersome. But they also didn't really show any night elves or dwarves. They were just there for, like, council meetings, but nobody actually fought. No goblins or... No. Gnomes. This is, like, prequel stuff. Right. It was right. very, um, very before all the events. I think most of the events, even in the Warcraft universe. That makes sense. Like, Warcraft RTS. Oh, really? Yeah. So I think they're setting it up for, like, a trilogy kind of thing. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> Assuming they continue to get funding. Yeah. But right. it was entertaining. I'm I'm not sad that I played it. I'm sorry. Saw it. It's not like Doom. Not sad that I, you know. Doom the movie? The game. With uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson? I wish. It's really good. Nah, I had some serious buyer's remorse after Doom. We I wish all, I didn't buy it. I wish you didn't buy it. Yeah. So Next two of us. we all have. I didn't even purchase it, and I played it, and I'm. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised how fast you quit that. I couldn't. I it was already built up as being a piece of shit anyway. Like mm-hmm. there was no. Re, no one said there was a redeeming factor. Like I got sure. a little bit further, and I'm like, this is okay. And mm-hmm. then the more I played it, the less okay it was. You know, what my favorite comment of yours about it was. Ooh, what's that? Is the. Uh, the end of level music being way better than the music throughout the entire level. Yeah. It was the only thing that had. It was all metally and bassy. Bass. Yeah. It was sad. Yeah. But other media. Yeah. As of yesterday, since we're once again recording on Monday. Yeah. New Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. If you didn't see it, then I'm sorry. The Battle of the Bastards. It was so good. It was real good. First time they had a full scale fight. It was like. Like a legit battle. Big time full scale. Especially because we've been playing a ton of strategy warfare games lately. Mm-hmm. And I think it was extra good for us. Now, I had some issues with tactics because I've been playing so much Total Warhammer. Well, I was like, no, nah, you shouldn't have done that with that unit. You should have taken it around the back and gotten the flank off. Yeah. and uh, But they got baited. I mean, that was the whole plan. Of course. Yeah. But that was still just something that popped into my head involuntarily. Also, who doesn't fucking serpentine when you're running from someone shooting fucking a bow? Rick on. God damn so it. Dumb. So dumb. I was reading something today and something about people being mad about him not zigzagging as well. I think it was everybody. Yeah, and like someone's comment was, I think he's the most worthless character in this (laughs) whole book except for his last name. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't do anything. Yeah. He just has like adorable curly hair and Mm. then just gets shot. Real Everywhere. Yeah. And like his dog's head got thrown on the ground multiple times. That wasn't cool. Well, once was on a table. Yeah unceremoniously tossed well i mean it's dead so (laughs) it's an item at that point but somebody is carrying that around with them it was in a satchel there's like hey grab his head yeah and they picked it back up and it's like let's take it out to the battle again they probably like witcher hooked it (laughs) 
<laughs> you just like stick it on your horse. Yeah, that was a trophy. Yeah. It's I plus mean, five to hit against Starks. <laughs> apparently it worked. Only with bows, though. <laughs> just with bows. But um, mm. it was a good episode. It was super good. I'm bummed the season's almost over and I have to wait another year for more of this shit. Yeah, we got one more episode. You know my weirdest gripe other than tactics oh and Serpentine? God. What's that? Was uh, how Sansa logically tries to warn Jon about there being you know tricks and ploys that... Ramsey is gonna pull, yeah, and don't fall for that shit. Yeah, I know you're, you know, know you want to. He's yeah. gonna try it. Just don't fall for it. And then he did immediately falls for it. Yeah, without hesitation. He was he was trying to be heroic. I don't know if he was. For him, I think he's just living on borrowed time right now. He so doesn't he, give a fuck. Exactly. I think that's where his head's at. I mean, that's true. He was a wildly lucky in that skirmish. Also, yeah. The amount of arrows that rained down upon him, he being trampled like, by a horde of people. Yeah, and then just getting, you know, mosh-pitted to death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That <laughs> was brutal. It was good. It was it was a really good, like, um, use of cinematography and just jilting and cameras and sound to really make you anxious and feel more there than you were. It showed the true chaos of a battle. Absolutely. Which I haven't seen before in my mind other than like saving private ryan but it's a different yeah. kind of combat and that's the first thing that comes to mind too is saving private ryan yeah. and i think that's like um that's huge yeah that's it's like high praise in a, exactly. in a big way yeah but yeah so Dude. um what are the odds of littlefinger just taking over winterfell since low. he's the only one with an army right now low yeah yeah all right he wants to get all up in sansa's grill well what if he does both nah <laughs> i see he's the only consistent character throughout the whole show that is true which is super weird i really like him and varus yeah they're some of my favorite characters the guys who are pulling all the strings yeah exactly yeah and like Tyrion used to be that way but he's kind of like a good guy now yeah he stopped being a gray hero and is kind of just like a hero that's true yeah 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 i've been delving into way too much of those fan theories too too. many your mind is muddy with YouTube's. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. But speaking of uh, giant battles, Mountain Blade 2. Mountain Blade 2 Banner Lords is like they released some stuff um at E3 this year, mm-hmm. some of their gameplay and there was one of um like a skirmish and like some of the base stuff and um there was one of a siege. Mm-hmm. Um and I am fucking stoked. So let's I'm, put this in perspective for everybody else. Yeah. Uh, I checked my Steam just to be a dick, and for Mountain Blade Warband, I have 190 hours clocked into that game, and yeah. I'm sure you are at least equivalent. Yeah, I'm probably about there, if not a little bit more. That game was so much fun. It's so fun, and you don't do anything. For all of its like shortfalls and like lack of direction in some Polish. aspects, Yeah, everything that I've seen in the preview videos that were like 30 minutes each addressed every one of my issues. Yeah. And added stuff that I didn't even consider. Mm-hmm. Like the whole um, weapon crafting. Yeah, It's right? like choose every part of the weapon. Like you want to make a sword, you pick the blade, haft, pommel, and grip. Mm-hmm. And then you get to their sliders to adjust like the size of each thing. Yeah, which affects they, its weight and the reach. Yeah, and they actually affect the stats of the weapon. I'm like, that's fucking amazing. It's really cool. And plus, like you can get what you want instead of one of the gripes... And kind of the cool things about the Mountain Blade um, Warband mm-hmm. was that if you wanted a special item, you kind of just had to go around until you found it. That's true. Which was cool, but if you really wanted an all-pike and you couldn't find one, you just didn't get one. Yeah. You had to maraud or trade as best you could in order to pick one up. Yeah, and they'd be, like, crazy expensive. Yeah, or and just a, tarnished. Right, or you get a <laughs> shitty one. Yeah, which would, would be the best. Yeah. But I'm super excited. Like, it's one of my favorite games. Yeah. It's easily one of the top games out there that I've played. And the inclusion... Well, first, clearing out all the issues that I had previous. Yeah. That is like, why don't they have this involved? And now they do. Yeah. Like like, Siege Towers. Yeah, all all the Siege weaponry is awesome. Being able to go into a town and see who's there, like, without having to click on the tavern and go explore it to see if the slave trader's there or the book merchant. go to the, like, castle or a party or whatever. And just to see if anybody's actually home. See if the lord that you need to meet and deliver a message to Ugh. is actually here. Yeah. It's a huge quality of life changes that um, they're going to be very efficient, I guess. Yeah. And a lot more engaging. Yeah. And, I mean, the graphics are hugely updated. Yes. They're going to have it completely open again for mods. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it looks like they did a lot of work on the whole kingdom building thing where there's a lot more options yep. instead of having to get add-ons for that. Of course. Um, where you can, you know, garrison places, you can leave people in towns you don't even own and like start criminal enterprises. Yeah, that like, was really interesting. All sorts of cool shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I remember on the video, like they got in a fight with like five shitty bandits and all the guys companions got killed like right away <laughs> which is weird because usually your companions are good true and then the same companions got in a fight with like the um mafia guys or whatever in the town and they mm. killed them instantly that's true it's like where's the disparity in fucking skill level with these guys well hopefully it was just for show because i know in one of the videos they cheated with the health bar yeah and the siege they cheated because he would have died multiple times yes like he was really bad well <laughs> he was leading from the front which is yeah in a siege not the best he especially also without a shield didn't have a shield yeah, yeah. he got arrowed deal. pretty bad mm-hmm. but like the whole like dropping rocks on people yeah having to get through multiple doors murder holes yeah murder holes the whole um destructible walls yeah really cool that was you can awesome. aim and target your own siege weapons. Yeah, throwing catapult rocks everywhere. Yeah, and then like one of the guys on the um, catapult got killed, and another guy came from the line and yeah, filled the spot. It. It's mm-hmm. like that makes sense. Like that's <laughs> pretty exciting. Yeah, the siege so. towers were fun. The battering ram, seeing everybody actually physically moving the ram itself. Yeah, and the ladders. Like yeah. they had everything. Siege ladders. Like, yeah, everything I, was involved. It was weird. What's going to be fun is that you're going to be able to adjust your strategy according to the terrain around specified castle. Right, because you can attack from any side you want, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Yeah. You get to place all your siege engines. It looks like they're in predefined spaces. Yeah. But still. You can choose which goes where. Right. And I'm sure there's some kind of, it takes time to build it, etc. Probably. Um, it looks really good, man. And I think it's supposed to come out early 2017. I think that's correct. They were talking about, hopefully, a beta this year. Right. So, fingers crossed on that one. But, back to mod support. Yeah. Oh, there's actually two things. Okay. Mod support, can't wait for the Game of Thrones version, because there is a Game of Thrones mod for, for Warband. Warband, yeah. which is super fun. And second, uh, I kind of had like a flashback while watching the Siege video, Oh. because some of the sounds... Are the same. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they are the same. And so his buddy next to him while he's man in the catapult gets shot with an arrow and it's like the old scream. Like, ah! like, yeah. And I'm like, uh, I remember this and that is like a nom flashback for me. Yeah. Because I've heard it so much. It's great. Like he's on the wall. One of the time that I really recognize that he's on the top of the wall swinging a big two hander around mm-hmm. and he clips the guy in the head and he goes like, ooh. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Same sound effects. The physics engine, though, is real solid. Also, the weapon... um, Yeah, the physics and, like, the weapon impacts Mm -hmm. seem to be mapped better. And the animations and stuff. The animations are real clean. Because they were getting, like, stops in their swings at seemingly appropriate times. Yeah. Like, from impacting things. Mm -hmm. So, it looks... It looks good. Like, I can't find anything wrong with it just yet. I'm waiting crossing my fingers i hadn't even considered it like i remember i looked up their website a few months ago or maybe longer and there wasn't really anything on there there were a couple screenshots oh yeah they had like one guy with like a really cool like wolf helmet and i'm like mm. that's fucking awesome but there's nothing on here yeah but also this is a prequel it's a prequel to the warband game which sure. is interesting so it has new um empires yes and they're like the pre runners of the empires that we're familiar with so that should be interesting too it's the same map though which is kind of bothersome to me it's the same map with a ton more detail yeah. and it looks bigger yeah but it's still the same shape yes which kind of threw me off just because i spent so much time in there it's yeah just, for sure yeah but yeah it's looking looking good real good i frankly i forgot about it me too yeah and so it was nice to see it from an e3 video coverage yeah i don't even remember how i stumbled on it but i was like oh <laughs> and it, it looks too good hmm. 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 well speaking of uh quasi remakes we have phoenix point which you found an article about yeah so phoenix point is like um i would say like a spiritual successor to xcom mm-hmm. which would suggest there aren't going to be more XCOMs, but there definitely are. But it's there by a, a studio that um, is adjacent. It's like the the guy made XCOM UFO Unknown, um, which is one of the, like the non-standard XCOM titles, I guess. Uh-huh. But basically, it's in the same vein, and it's a Armageddon situation where the world's been destroyed, and there's like five little bastions of humanity, or three, or whatever. Sure. And you choose one, you play them, they all have their own strengths and weaknesses, 
and you have to fight this like mist essentially that spawns all these monsters mm-hmm. which sounds cool it's kind of like abyss like cthulhu yeah the mythos. mist originated from the waters and now you're fighting allegedly mountaintop kind of situations yeah so like yeah all the the only places that are still around are super high up mm-hmm. because the mist hasn't reached it yeah so i don't know it looks very limited information so far yeah. i found an article on it and i'm like this sounds really cool the screenshots look really cool or the art renders or whatever they have they do look nice so it it's still cool. it's a long ways off but you're telling me about the uh evolving ai yeah so the ai is um well the monsters are procedurally generated mm-hmm. which is interesting so apparently they mimic or they mutate animals or people and then they change their limbs to counter your tactics that's pretty intense pretty nuts so like one of the examples they give is like you could um be killing something with range with impunity and then the next time you see it after a certain amount of time it could have like a really long like prehensile tail Mm -hmm. so it can reach you from the range that you were (laughs) killing it at or something like that Uh so it seems like there's a lot of potential for a lot of like fuck you situations that you'd expect in an XCOM type game that's true but um I don't know it looks cool yeah and they had targeting systems standard like an XCOM where you just target person but then this in this way you can target uh, limbs like in Dead Space right so, so yeah if you somebody can, has like a crazy clacker claw you mm, might be able to shoot it off and hopefully nullify him as a target yeah I'm curious to see like what else they put in the game if they like expand the um, repertoire of the of the hero characters sure. as well which they did a pretty okay job of in the newest XCOM game but mm-hmm. I wasn't super stoked on it yeah that's fair because like I think they're missing a couple roles that would be really cool like mm-hmm. a tank or something like that yeah who, if someone can survive an extra hit, would be pretty pretty <laughs> that much would a be big huge. a big game changer yeah. in the series or someone with a shield or something. Mm-hmm. I just love shields. You do. They do. That's okay though. It's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's entertaining. Yeah. You always want to have somebody that's up front tanking for everybody. Yeah. Somebody to be the hero role. Well, plus like someone who like like a player like me, like I will overstep, you know, on accident by like sure. one square, and it's like if I could just scrub that and like be like oh that sucks but i'm yeah. gonna pull it off mm-hmm. without losing three guys because i accidentally jumped over some fucking yeah cover. into some visual range of yeah. somebody from miles away which is bullshit yeah. standard xcom grape right mm. there it's worse than the new one yeah i feel like the the square shift in the new one is a little bit looser mm-hmm. so like i overclicked on cover way too many times oh sure I imagine that's a little bit nicer on console because I assume you would be. Um, it probably snaps better square by square as yeah. opposed to with a cursor. Yeah, maybe. But probably. then again, that's just a guess. Yeah, who knows? Mm. But uh, we did speak a little bit about Take Two's big whatever it was earlier tonight, mm-hmm. and uh, it was about Mafia Three. Yeah, so I really like the Mafia series. Sure, um, I haven't played any of them up to this point. Yeah, I mean, I picked up. Mafia 2 I think on Steam on a Steam sale for like $12 or something a while back and it's it's uh it's just a really good game. It's a fun open world game. You just run around doing things, mm-hmm. shooting people in the face. Just normal normal murder simulator stuff as you do. Um, you know, trying not to run over pedestrians. But like the <laughs> other ones are all in like the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. You're driving all these shitty cars. And you're like, I'm going so fast and you look at the speedometer and you're going like 45. <laughs> like I'm really killing it right now. But the new one is in the late 60s in essentially New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, and you play a Vietnam vet who's just come back and is doing the whole gang thing. So it seems really interesting. It looks like a lot of fun. Uh, I like period pieces like L.A. Noir and this, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. I like things that try to put you into another age mm-hmm. and to see how well they can pull it off. And it seems like they're going to be doing a pretty... Um, realistic rendition they it is the 60s so it's going to be highly uh racially inflammatory mm-hmm. absolutely not only against black people but also against the irish in Everybody. particular yeah Italians. i mean there's going to be slurs thrown around everywhere i'm sure racism in this country is not a new thing no no and so i just i like to see things from a past era mm-hmm so I'm hoping that they can do it justice without sort of losing... Being ham-fisted about it. Yeah. Yeah, and then they talk about it in the article that um, I pulled up mm-hmm. about it being more of like a um, a part of the story and not just like a, a Not hook. just attack on, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like how it's more developed to be 
a complete story. You know, games these days are are more a piece of media than they are a game in I a agree. lot of instances. Yeah, it's you a know. new storytelling medium. Yeah, and um, you know the mechanics are there to support the story and mm-hmm. not the other way around. Yes, and so this is going to play out like a, any movie you'd watch, any casino godfather whatever i mean love casino yeah casino's so good but there is no lack of colorful language in those films absolutely because that's how people talk Mm -hmm. i talk that way i'm pretty nice on the podcast (laughs) i'm much worse when i'm not on the podcast trump 2016 yeah he's gonna win um (laughs) (laughs) god help us not because we want him to just because he's going to Mm -hmm. but yeah Yeah, i'm really excited for it me too um, it literally was not on my radar until you mentioned it, and you hit a lot of points that I am generally interested in yeah. in games. It looks good. Yeah. And the graphics look amazing. They do look really clean. It's a cover shooter with the normal throw a Molotov cocktail at a car that's passing by, <laughs> watch everyone come out on fire kind mm-hmm. of stuff. It's pretty solid. It's normal things. Yeah, you know, yeah. standard. <laughs> uh, so we, after E3, we ran across a very interesting game. Who I made you watch the uh, preview video for? Yeah, and I was like, "What does this look like to you?" And the, the Resident Evil one. Yeah, yeah. And to me, it looks like Silent Hill PT mm-hmm. or Outlast. Yes. In no world would I have guessed that this is a Resident Evil game. Right. However, they came out with a demo for the PS4. Right. Pre VR. So yeah, we downloaded it that night, and you played it for about seven minutes. <laughs> It was a short period of time. I went to bed, but I'm like, oh, I'll get up and John will tell me all about it. Was it was too spooky for it me. It was too spooky. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Skeletal. <laughs> but uh, basically, um, it had a... Um, ca- what's the movie? Cabin in the Blair Woods? Witch. Blair oh, Witch. Yeah. Blair Witch Project situation. Oh, yeah, that's and the part that shut me down. John started pooping on my couch. Just a little bit. Yeah. But... um. It's a very interestingly designed game. Uh, it's got a little bit of the uh, amnesia mechanics, where once you get close to a door, you put your hand on it mm-hmm. and creak it open. Or you can just run into it yelling like yeah. I always do. Yeah, that's uh, the way to get through horror games. The door kickers method. Yes, exactly. That's <laughs> exactly. usually how I do it when I start getting freaked out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good, though. Like It's it's very immersive. Absolutely. Um, essentially, this part of the game, I read a little bit more about it, and mm-hmm. this isn't going to be in the game. This is like a side thing yes which is pretty interesting just like pt was intended to be yeah yeah exactly and then um basically you stalk around there's a lot of creepy noises oh yeah. there's a lot of creepy ambiance and things in this there's, dilapidated country house yeah basically there's um cool like vhs flashback oh the vhs effects ruined me right with the vhs artifacts that we're all a huge fan of mm-hmm. for better or worse that was one of my favorite mechanics was being able to put a videotape in the vcr and then play the character that was you in the recording yeah what's what's funny you watched me play it mm-hmm. um and like i put the vcr and it started loaded and the guy talks to the camera or whatever and it's not you it's another npc mm-hmm. and he's like oh you're playing right now i'm like Oh, and like started walking around because I had no idea. Yeah, the NPC is like, "Hey, cameraman, you coming or what?" And I'm like, "Oh, yeah." And you know, like in my flubble to like move the sticks around, like shake my head as if snapping out of like not paying attention. <laughs> exactly, which right? is so weird. It's a nice setup. Yeah, they did a really good job. I think so. All the leads, like, um, and going back and playing it a few more times, like I figured out how things work. Sure, the triggers mechanically mm-hmm. and like how far you can push it and stuff. But it's really well done, and it's it's really seamless. Like, I mean, as far as um, the hooks and the leads, yes. there's really nothing that the first time you play it that is forced at all. I agree, because that's why you could find different items at different locations during different times of the game. Right, which is also um, super interesting. I'm without curious as trying to... Without trying to ruin it. Yeah, yeah, I'm curious as to if they can pull that off in the full game. Yeah, I don't know, because there has to be, like, a... There has to be some sort of cohesive event structure. Right, and every Resident Evil game has the most cohesive event structure. Yeah, they're super linear. There's very few instances where you can do things out of sync. Yes. I remember in 2, there was one part you could do out of sync, and if you did it early enough, it was easy. Mm -hmm. There's something where you go down, like, into a weird underground plant structure i don't know it doesn't make any sense but um (laughs) you get a bunch of grenades down there which is great Mm -hmm. but if you don't go down there early like new enemies are down there and the hunters are much harder Mm -hmm. and it's like the game doesn't give you those sure especially in the newer ones it's really good though check it out um 
they say it's the first hour, but I think the first time I played it, it took me about 20 minutes. Yeah, to finish. To finish. Um, there are multiple ways to finish it. There are some different things in there mm-hmm. um, to worth, worth checking out. So it, yeah. looks, it looks good. Worth exploring fully. It's scary. It, yeah. In retrospect, it's not very scary. It's the horror that you don't know. Exactly. That's what all these games are about. And this one's a lot better at it, I think, than PT was even. Really? As far as not being so ham-fisted about it. In PT, there is never a question as to what's going on. In what sense? You know that there's some weird ghost lady that will kill you. Sometimes. She'll kill you every time. Sometimes you'll just hear, like, some crying in the closet. Or but the she's bathroom. there, though. Like, that means... So that's triggered, though. Yes. That's an event. So, like, if you go in the hallway mm-hmm. and she's at the end of it, don't go near her because she'll kill you. Yes. So that's how that works every time. Mm-hmm. And if you look down, she'll still kill you. You know, so there's more obvious triggers, I'd say, for PT. PT was much scarier. Yeah, 100%. Like, 100%, like, haunt your dreams scary. Yeah. Um, but this so is good. ambient horror. This is different this is more it's better for me i like ambient horror more than i like sure psychological horror. break your neck make a weird zipper noise and a lot of slurping oh pt horror sure but for the pt horror that wasn't that was the least interesting part for me it was because well to be fair the new resident evil has a scene very much like that well yeah kind of but it's more it's better contextually exactly but the scenes in pt that got me were you hear the baby crying in the bathroom, and then you see the doors open a crack, and then all of a sudden you see an eye and the door slam shut. Oh, yeah, that was scary. Or you see a giant cage swinging back and forth in the hallway with it's this red light. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. With blood Tripping dripping blood. from it, with yeah. a baby crying again. It's ominous horror. That was good. And then running around the house that is, like, extended and terrifyingly long oh, with a bunch of eyes in the pictures. Oh, wibble wabble. Yeah, when you yeah. go like berserker mode. See, when I did that, I got confused and turned around. Oh, nice. And I was in it for like a long time and I just mm. got frustrated. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, it's not as deep as PT. Sure. But I think it does a really good job in a very small window. I agree. And it's less overly complicated for the sake of being complicated. Dude, the shit in PT was bonkers. Yeah, to actually try to solve that stuff, that took like a bunch of people on the forums a long time to actually yeah. come up with a real solution. Yeah, and that's like, too much. It was weird. It's like, hey, be on be on the pause menu for yeah, right, x amount of time until you hear the baby cry three times or right. something along those lines. Or and sometimes when you're in the pause menu, she'll kill you. Yeah, right. The fuck is that? <laughs> it's the randomness that I don't appreciate. Sure, that's that's my thing. Mm-hmm. It's good though. Check it out. Yeah, the demo's really strong. Um played a few times because you will notice different things yeah it's almost quick. every time uh it is yeah. very fast and there's things that i haven't seen that i know are in it mm-hmm. but i'm not gonna go through it and find them because they're also random chances to happen that's true but yeah curious to see how that turns out in the real game um yeah. i'm excited to get it for the vr once that comes out yeah because you're gonna have one of those i will it's gonna be so fun but what else do we have? oh yeah you've been playing forza is that correct? No. no. Need for Speed. Oh, yeah. Car game number two. <laughs> so, Forza is an <laughs> Xbox only game. Uh-huh. But um, PlayStation Store had a sale, and they had some stuff on there that I was pretty interested in, but I decided to get Need for Speed because it was $12, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's a reasonable price for a full game. Sure. Um, and I've been playing it. It's super fun. Um, I've always liked the Need for Speed Underground franchise. Mm-hmm. Underground was by far one of my best game best games favorite games mm-hmm. i can't talk right now fest my fest <laughs> and um <laughs> i think need for speed underground 2 is one of the highest rated like playstation 2 games ever dang or something like that glowing but um it's really good you basically drive around this big open city that's kind of like it's southern california or it's mm-hmm. california for sure okay la kind of region yeah we did see the staple center right yeah yeah exactly and then you kind of drive around just getting points for doing things and you can enter races you get money you buy cars you upgrade things Mm -hmm. you know all right up my alley sure it has all these little cut scenes with actual actors which is interesting that is Um, curious and the the waif from game of thrones is, is in it i'm like is that is that the fucking T-1000 from Game of Thrones? <laughs> and then my girlfriend's like, yep, that's her. I'm like, holy shit. Like, yeah, what are the chances? That's unnerving to see a nice character played by her. She's super nice and fun and, like, 
mechanic girl and i'm like okay this mm-hmm. is really awkward <laughs> like i feel like you're gonna like hit me with a stick mm-hmm. or something but um the acting is whatever it's, naturally it's like underground car scene Whoa, let's do drift <laughs> racing in the streets like okay it's fun though i really like that you could hang up on the person as he called you yes it's like hey buddy you want to come down click click because you could be racing they call you all the time oh okay so like they give you your new mission um, point on the map, mm-hmm. and then you can some things you can skip, and they'll just give you the point. Some things you have to listen to it. Sure, sure. But it's when you're driving, <laughs> it's not the best if you're trying to outrun the cops or something. Mm-hmm. I got in a car chase, and like there's levels on the car chase, like in um, GTA, mm-hmm. and they don't like start shooting at you at any point. But they bring better cars. Oh, okay. And like I was in a car chase for 15 minutes. Wow, I couldn't lose these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And, like, I tried to do the e-brake turns and switch directions on the freeway and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was hairy. That sounds like a lot of fun. It was good. I'll show you later. But um, mm-hmm. when they get close to you, like, their lights get all up in your in your vision. It makes it super, like, tense. Really? Um, the helicopter will come out. Eventually uh-huh. you can hide under bridges and shit. Oh, okay. But you have to get out of sight and then lay low for a cooldown timer. Sure. And then you get points or money based on... How crazy how long, it was. Yeah, how crazy. You get points for driving on the wrong side of the road, mm-hmm. for, you know, drifting, close calls, all that kind of stuff. Sure, sure. It's pretty cool. You know what my favorite part was? Water Reflections. Water Reflections. It's pretty. It is a really pretty game. Yeah. Like, they also have a lot of cool cars. Well, yeah, but that's not my jam. Sure. I saw there was a Gremlin you could buy? No, it's a GTI. There was one of those? There's a Volvo. There was a Junkie Civic? An old Volvo. Hey. Huh? (laughs) That's my Junkie Civic. (laughs) The three cars you can start with is a 2000 uh, Civic R, Mm -hmm. which is what I chose because I'm dumb. (laughs) There was a 1990 uh, Mustang, which I feel like I should have got because that's just got cool written all over it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other one is like a new Subaru BRX or whatever, BRZ, which is what I should have taken because that's a good car. But I chose a junkie 2000 Civic from when I was in high school. Because <laughs> who didn't want one of those? <laughs> uh, it's a good time. We knew too many people that did have them. Yeah, well, a lot of people did. Yeah. So common. Well, yeah. So effective. Yeah. It's good, though. Yeah. It looked like fun. Yeah. The driving. I'm always curious to see driving mechanics after playing GTA V. Because I think it's funny that GTA V is your barometer for driving. It's... It's rare to find a game for me that the driving mechanics aren't complicated, but are really fun and at least semi-realistic. Sure. And I think that's why it's my barometer for it. Yeah. It's not realistic at all, though. Sure. But yeah. At the very least, with weight and slippage. Yeah. There's more factors. Yeah. It's it's like an arcade racer that has simulation elements. Yes. Which I'd say this game is, too, but with the, the weight is shifted absolutely obviously more to this simulation side. 100% that's the game's jam after yeah all. for sure oh, yeah that's curious it's good what else do we got today oh so uh, I haven't played too much lately the last game that I actually completed was The Witcher 3 The Heart of the Stone yeah you, Hearts you of Stone. finished that I have um I decided to get to it mm-hmm. which means I'm like hours away yeah you made the mistake I can start a new game you probably should yeah I want to get there with my oh. normal my normal Gerald. <laughs> it's so good. The writing on it's so strong. Like all the twists and turns that are involved with each quest, it, I didn't expect any of them. Really? Like I tried to predict with at least two choices of what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. None of them. That's surprising. Yeah, it was a lot of they actually surprised me. And they weren't just like, "Oh." They weren't cheeky or like weird. It was just it was cool. It was well done, well thought cool. out. And it's like, I was really, really impressed. Even with the last stage in particular, it was, um, well, since you haven't gone into it, it was kind of formulated. Like, I had an idea of what was going to happen, and then they kind of, like, pulled the rug out from you with it a few different times. And so it actually put me into a scramble mode. And then Kawato comes out. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, start the reactor. It's always Kawato. Always. And it's always the reactor. (laughs) Every time. It is never anything else. (laughs) But so Go to Mars. The, <laughs> that's the last actual game that I finished, and it was awesome. Highly recommended for anybody to pick up The Witcher. Yeah. Because it's super on sale right now on GOG. Yeah. And Hearthstone, and I'm going to start Blood and, Blood and Wine. Blood and Wine. Because how could I not after playing that? Yeah. Also Gwent. Gwent, Gwent was in it. Gwent is in it. I had to play a lot of Gwent. I told myself I wasn't going to play it. 
Did you have to for uh No. Oh. <laughs> no, you don't have to. Nice. But, you know, of course I had to. Yes. I was compelled. Well, like I started playing again cuz you got me that expansion for my birthday. Yeah. And um I'm like, "Oh, cool. Like I'll just get my guy to level 30." And then I logged in and I'm like, "You're level 18." I'm like, "Fuck." Mm-hmm. Like I thought I was so much further than that. <laughs> I have over 70 hours into that game. Oh no. I'm level 18. I haven't done anything. I've done a lot. Yeah. But none of it has given me experience. Shit. Which is weird. But um, I'm like, I'll just play some Gwent, see if I'm good at it still. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck. And I played like an hour and a half of Gwent. <laughs> I'm like, this is bullshit. It's <laughs> fucking garbage. Mm-hmm. Good thing they're monetizing it so I can do it Seriously. differently now. It's going to be fun. Assholes. Yeah. Um. Also, to mention, there's a Steam sale that should start on Thursday. Mm-hmm. The Steam summer sale. Oh. So it'll probably be up on that. I guess PayPal um, confirmed it. PayPal did? Yeah, because they had something about getting your shit straight before the Steam sale. What? Yeah, they like sent out an email. Wow, that must be a huge deal for them then. I don't doubt it for a second. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. But yeah, beyond that, I've been stuck. I'm going to call it researching the world of ARGs. Oh my god. Alternate reality gaming. John is like... Two oh. steps away from a, a giant cork board with like red yeah. yarn and pictures all uh, over. I'm it. full conspiracy theory <laughs> mode right now, and my <laughs> brain has been mush for the past couple days. Yeah, but it all started with uh, some unexplained footage of bears, mm. which you made me watch, and then I was like, "That's incredible! That's yeah. really well done. It's good." Discovered they had a website, and it's an interactive experience to go along with the video, and I was, I was enthralled to say the least. If if anyone takes anything away from this podcast, if you watch those Adult Swim videos... Yeah, the infomercials. You will not be disappointed. You might be a little weirded out, but you will definitely not be disappointed. You will 100% be weirded out. But They're so good. Went from too many cooks... Too many cooks. Unexplained footage of bears, or something along those lines, and this house has people in it. This house has people in it I watched today. And it turned out that while making the least sense initially it has so much in-depthness that is involved on the website like the video is 11 minutes and on the website you can dig up like another two two hours and 10 minutes worth of video and audio footage which is crazy because it's actual footage it's not like bloopers yeah it's real footage and pictures and uh audio logs like actual text documents that you have to delve through in order to figure out what happened and I jumped into this rabbit hole, and holy shit, yeah, my John, mind was just going berserk. He's in a cult now. Yeah, sorry. Don't be sorry. You may be sacrificed at one point. It's fine. But I'm tough. But yeah, so that's what I was stuck in, yeah. because I really like the idea of ARGs, and yeah, that's all I can really say at the moment. I really like how how they're designed and how they hook people yeah for sure we'll um, put the the links up for those main three 100 and then see if anyone else wants to comment on it or if see if it changes their life (laughs) (laughs) they'll follow me into the darkness yeah it's 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 dark in there for sure it just brought back a lot of thoughts and similar feelings to when we were playing in the secret world secret world was so good for storytelling exactly and when it first came out even the prequel videos it was a bunch of puzzles leading up to the game release it was all args and it was all community based obviously they weren't as dark they were pretty dark well not as dark as no not as dark as these these especially unexplained footage of a bear right but they were dark in their own way and they were very interesting puzzles logic puzzles and effectively mythology con- stuff yeah, yeah mythology and converting information from english to other languages to morse code back and forth hieroglyphics just a bunch of interesting things that you'd actually have to teach yourself new skills in order to decipher and i think that's the most interesting thing about the secret world is like they really like it wasn't for a lot of people. Absolutely. You know, like, I like the game. I like the idea of it. I'm not good at puzzles like you are, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, I would always end up having to look most things up. Sure. I could get, like, parts of it, and then I'd get frustrated and be like, how's the fucking answer? <laughs> um, great game, though. Yeah. The gameplay was good. Gameplay was passable. Passable. It was good. But really, the, the story and just the effort they put into every little oh God, detail yeah. in that game is what made it so yeah. amazing like if Danny played it we would never see him again it's probably true maybe that's why he's not here tonight. maybe he's playing the secret world and he doesn't <laughs> want to tell us <laughs> maybe he sent us like a Morse code ghost mm-hmm. like with lights on a van flashing oh God, towards that was the road the worst. 
and it Who says, even, ugh. says the demon lives inside or something, and mm-hmm. then you have to, ugh. That, that puzzle was a bitch. I can't believe, well, I do believe it, but I would never consider flashing van lights to be a delivery message for Morse code. What's crazy is, like, you don't even notice they're blinking unless you're looking at the lights. Yeah. And you come there to look at the license plate. Yeah. You don't see the headlights. Mm-hmm. They don't. It's the graphics aren't good enough to where they like illuminate the hill in front of it. <laughs> you know, it's not like that. Sure, you'd have to be there. Like, what the fuck is with this? Oh, there's you a pattern. You just see the textures turn on and off. It's so like, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I mean, like as frustrating as it is, like there was an answer to that. That's true. That was not random. There was that was on purpose. It's all about being perceptive. Yeah, and like being able to just be like, this is a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I can tell. Oh man, good times. Hours. It's still free to play. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, if you haven't given it a shot, at least jump in, try out the first zone. It's like Innsmouth. Innsmouth. Yeah, there's a lot of really good puzzles in there. So many. You can uh, get pretty much a good gauge for the system and how it's going to flow. Absolutely. And then most of the game after that is more and more puzzles. More complicated, even. More com- much more complicated. More difficult combat. And then figuring out the role you want to play because yeah. the it's a free form char- uh, character creation system with all the benefits and flaws that come with it yeah so you can really fuck up yeah don't fuck it's up it's good it's a good game I thought it was very enjoyable for a time but then obviously I quit so I went back and played it a while ago mm-hmm. and I played it for a good amount of time again it's yeah. a good game they released all the like stuff for free, the DLC stuff. Oh, really? I think with a sh- with a subscription, so oh, it's like I fifteen see. bucks, and so then you get everything. Yeah, they're good. going along the DDO route. I mean, they already had microtransactions. Mm-hmm. They started with them for clothes and stuff. Yeah. So now you just get like a stipend of like secret world coins or whatever. Oh, the hell, sure, sure. And then you can spend it on whatever whatever you want every month. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I think that's all we have for today. That's it. That's it. It's everything. That's it. So thanks for listening to uh, episode 16 of The Legend of Things. Check us out online, www.thelegendofthings.com. SoundCloud, Legend of Things. YouTube, Legend of Things. What else do we have? iTunes. Oh, yeah. iTunes, the important one. The Legend of Things. You need to go there, like us, review us, subscribe, all that fun stuff. If you have any questions or if you want us to do anything absolutely send us an email on our website yeah if you um, want us to talk about your favorite game let us know hit us up on facebook you we know, are most active on facebook yeah try to be if we get some messages we'll be super active that's true <laughs> um so yeah hey thanks everybody thanks thank you for listening to the legend of things check us out online at thelegendofthings.com Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash forward slash legend of things. And for the love of all that is good and holy, subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. Until next time, this has been the legend of things. Things. Mirror, mirror. Mm. Up on the wall. Uh. Who is the baddest motherfucker of them all? Uh. <laughs> Just like Columbus. Uh. He got the blowlos. Uh. Just like Columbus, he got murderers on purpose. Uh. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>